Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Arkham Files, an actual play Call of Cthulhu RPG podcast, featuring Donovan Bollard as Dr. Simeon Kantstanjevitz. All right, guys, give me this brick. I'm going to throw it through a window. Sam Morrison as Major Frederick Aloysius Bakersfield. They didn't call me the actor in the war for nothing. <laughs> Abel Morrison as Officer Billy McConnell. He's only been dead for a couple hours, and yet he looked days dead. Seth Morrison as Tallahassee Turner. I gotta practice my getaway driving for the first time ever. Peter Morrison as Dominic Drunkard. I'm begging you, please just tell my friend the truth. There's always mysterious murders around here. Welcome to Arkham, buddy. Now grab onto some dice and your sanity. Let's roll. Okay, so Tallahassee Turner, Dom Drunkard... Major Bakersfield, you all climb into the other vehicle and head over to Seamus's place. That's not what it is. You guys all hop into the other vehicle and you <laughs> 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 off to a good start. You promised. Down O'Malley's like 8,000 times. Go to the O'Malley's. Yeah. You hop into the other vehicle and you all head over to O'Malley's, which is a small cafe. Um, yeah, cafe uh, in the nearby district around the corner. So, you guys hop in, you drive over, you pull up to O'Malley's, has a sign out front that says O'Malley's. So it looks like it used to be a bar back before Prohibition, but since then, rather than go out of business, it looks like they've repurposed their business to uh, uh, appeal to the yuppie cafe coffee crowd providing fancy coffees and teas to you know the fancier types 
in town rather than the old rough-and-tumble crew that you probably would have seen before coming up here to O'Malley's Bar. Uh, those of you guys that are from Arkham, which are most of you or have lived here for a while, um, the O'Malley's are pretty well-known around town. It's a pretty open secret that the O'Malley's are engaged in quite a few, shall we say, less-than-legal activities around Arkham. And this cafe slash bar you also suspect might be home to some illicit activities that might go on here at some time or another. So you pull up. It's a, a decent looking place. It's, you know, about mid-range. It's not super fancy, even though I said that it's been repurposed for fancy boys. <laughs> uh, but it's also not, you know, real run down either. You know, kind of a mid-range cafe here. So you see the glass windows, glass door. You guys enter into O'Malley's. I throw a brick through the door. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not that joke again. Is it a a signature Simi can't stand your brick? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I pull it out of my Simi can't stand your your pack. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Simi can't stand your butt. Pack stand your bricks. Um... Uh, coming soon to the Arkham Files merch store. Keep an eye out for the Simi Can't Stand Your Pack and Simi Can't Stand Your Bricks. Open up any building with your new Simi Can't Stand Your Bricks. <laughs> it's like a skeleton key. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, Tallahassee Turner picks up a Can't Stand Your Brick and throws it through the door. <laughs> Shatters. Everybody runs screaming. All right, losers, uh, follow me. I'm in charge. Ooh, Finally. <laughs> Oh, nice. I like it. Tallahassee Turner uh, settles his uh, fedora on his head, gets a grim look of determination, tightens his bull whip upon his belt whip, and steps in. Why are you saying it that way? Why are you saying it that way? Saying what? What way? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I screwed up the joke. Saying what? What way? (laughs) Sorry, I'll show (laughs) Tallahassee Turner pushes open the door. You hear a, a bell above the door. Ding. It's getting later in the afternoon, and it is later November also, so it is starting to get kind of dusk, dusky outside. Um, you walk in. The place isn't super busy. You know, you expect they probably get a lot of business, at, you know, happy hour after work, but right now there's only a couple people. One sitting at a table over by the window off to the side and one sitting on the at the bar but way down at the end like he wants to be left alone there's one bartender i mean sorry uh barista working behind the counter uh passing out coffees and fancy waters you see all the bottles of non-alcoholic water sitting behind the uh the bar there along with a few different uh pots of fancy teas and stuff I don't know. I'm fumbling here. <laughs> <laughs> some whistling kettles. And some whistling kettles and a, a, a cappuccino machine. I don't know if they had anything like that back then. Uh, okay, so what do you do? Excuse me, sir. Sir, excuse me. You, oh, me? Are you talking to me? Oh, yeah, I guess I'm the bartender, so makes sense. Oh, this is a, wait, this is a bartender, huh? Uh, no, sorry. Uh, Can I get a bottle barista. of scotch? Oh. That's what I am now. Yeah, here you go. Here's bottles. Oh. No, 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 no. Oh. Here's a bottle of uh, scoffy. Oh. Scotchy. Right Scotchy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, how you doing there? Welcome to O'Malley's. 
Uh, what can I do for you? Yeah, we're looking for a man named Seamus O'Malley. Would you happen to know him? Uh, he gets a little shifty. He's like, uh, Seamus, huh? Uh, what, what are you looking for him He's for? in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> if I were him, I'd run for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's me. I'm Seamus. <laughs> we're here to kill him. <laughs> we're here to take him on a boat ride. Know you what see I mean? him slip the name know tag off his shirt. <laughs> covertly and slip it into his pocket. Barista Seamus. Oh, boy. Sure, I'm glad I'm not that guy. My name's uh, Irish O'Lucky oh, oh, Boy. <laughs> I love me lucky charms. I, lo I love all me lucky charms. Joe, heading back to the motherland. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, Seamus. Uh, I might know him. Uh, well, what's your interest in old Seamus? <laughs> we want to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> we were pretty clear about that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, we just want to ask well, him a few questions. Keep going, Tallahassee. You're doing all right. Yeah, we just want to ask him a few questions. We we heard he we we heard he was a friend of a man named Harmon Vance. Vance Refrigeration. Vance Refrigeration. <laughs> I need to be more careful about the way I name uh, my characters. Um. <laughs> okay. No matter oh, what, yeah, we'll John still, Johnson, we'll Vance. Still ruin it. Harmon Vance. Yeah, Harmon Vance of Vance Refrigeration. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, where? Okay. What are we talking about? Oh. Oh yeah, Harmon. You're looking for. You. You want to talk to him about Harmon, huh? Yeah. Do you. Do you know him? Harmon, I mean, not We do, and uh, unfortunately, he is. Yeah, we have some bad news that we'd like to share with uh, Seamus, and uh, we don't want him to hear through the grapevine. So it's it's a rather personal nature. We want to make sure we're talking to the directly to Seamus. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um. Uh, he looks. Uh, he he, uh, he kind of nods his head and does a little half smile. And he's like, "Yeah, all right, that's me. I'm Seamus. You never know people coming in here. You know, they might want to kill you. Kill him, boys." <laughs> Our Vandalay says hello. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred gunshots ring out. Seamus is riddled with holes. Bottles exploding behind him. Oh, there goes that lead. You guys can't kill Seamus because we've already established that Seamus dies in a different way. Yeah, Seamus dies in a totally different way. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, but then he's resurrected by a spell and then killed again. And then his hands cut off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's killed by a whole bunch of killers and hand cutter offers. <laughs> oh gosh! Yes. If anybody wants to find out what the fate, the true fate of Seamus O'Malley is, check out a Helping Hand, an exclusive bonus episode on or a scenario on Patreon.
Though we released the first one just to entice you and make people quit our show and hate us. <laughs> also, the first episode is where Seamus is found dead. Oh, true. So I guess most everybody probably so knows about know. Seamus now. They already know. But they don't know why. Because unless they signed up for Patreon, which a lot of you guys oh, did. That's so. because we killed him just barely. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mystery solved. precursor to helping hand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, what oh. were we saying? Okay, okay, um, okay. He all revealed right. his identity, so, and you guys murdered him. So, all right, yeah, jump so, back. Uh, Here we go. Okay, yeah, that's me. I'm Seamus. You never quite know who's uh might be coming in looking for you. Hey, ain't that the truth? Saying your own I'm money pretty famous you know myself. I mean? <laughs> Don't I know it all too well? People always, you know, flocking to me. Uh, no, I'm Tallahassee Turner. I'm a famous author, explorer, but uh, we're oh, actually I I working at... from uh, the those paper box. Yeah, well, I've seen yeah. a couple. Yep, here I am in the flesh, invincible me. <laughs> take a take it all in, drink it all in. Oh, I'm drinking, baby. I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Frank. Okay, well, let's keep this rolling. We're <laughs> All right. Okay. What am I saying? Uh, um, oh, so okay. So what are you? What about Harmon? You said you had something to tell me about Harmon. Yeah, great to meet you, Seamus. Uh, unfortunately, we have some you know tragic news. Harmon was found uh, deceased this morning, and oh, uh, we're no. we're actually work helping to uh, work the case here and yeah. trying to you know tra- track down anyone that may have known uh, you know how he came to be demised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you have any, any idea how he came to be demised? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how he came to be demised. Huh? Oh, uh, you guys must be Irish. That's a phrase back from the mother country, for sure. Everybody back there. I've traveled always, the world. Came We're pretty positive demised. he didn't demise himself. Did he demise? I was, we, I was actually about to ask you, how did he, how did he die? Yeah, well, we surmised that he did not demise himself. Didn't demise himself? <laughs> but you mean like right, he that was, was surmised. Muck-ducked. He was definitely <laughs> muck-ducked. Oh, this is why Tallahassee doesn't talk. <laughs> um, well, that's uh, that's very unfortunate. Uh, I'm very sorry to hear that. Harmon was uh, he was a friend of mine. He uh, he worked here at the uh, bar uh, c- cafe here. Uh, I've known him for what kind of work did what kind of work did he do for you guys? Uh, he, you know, he worked here at the cafe. He was a bar, bar, bar what do we call him, barista, barista. like me. Yeah, he's a, you know, he's a barista like me. Made uh, coffees and teas and, and whatnot. Gave out non-alcoholic waters. Never anything illegal, look, of course. Here, look, Seamus, you can you can be straight with us. We ain't gonna tell anybody. Well, that's very nice and all to say, but. Uh, you know, I mean, who, who, who I don't, I don't, I don't know you all from from Adam. So who are you exactly? How do you know Harmon, and, and why are you looking, looking, and asking after him? Look, Seamus. Look, Seamus. Yeah. I lost my accent, <laughs> but I'm gonna be straight with you. Oh my gosh! We're gonna get this one conversation the whole night. All right, all right, all right. All right. Oh, wow. Look, Seamus, I'll be straight with you. Harmon was killed the same way my dear beloved wife was. We're here to find out more information, whatever you can tell us, to track down their demisers. 
Maybe the demisees. They're Oh, jeez. Whatever you can tell us to help us solve the mystery. That's a that's a tough break there. Uh, what, what? Sorry, what? I didn't catch your names. Except there's well, one on Tallahassee Turner. I know him. He's famous. Yeah, he's you only have to look at my face, and then you know who I am. Yeah, I know who you are. He's so fancy. <laughs> uh, um, well, my name is Aloysius Bakersfield, retired major in the military. Uh, major, pleasure to meet you, sir. Yeah, thank you, sir. And then, uh, what was this one? Sorry. Ah, uh, yeah, my name is Dom Druncard. I'm friends here with the major helping him to try and track down his wife's killer. As you, as you said, um, you don't know us from Adam. You've got no reason to, to help us, but as the saying goes, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and if you were friends with Harmon Vance... Good one, Druncard. We're after the same person, and any, any information you can give us will only help us track that person down. Yeah, you want revenge for Harmon's death? <laughs> Me too. Help yeah, us. what they said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like. Um, no, I'm really, I'm very sorry to hear that, Major, and that uh, that is that's very difficult. Hey, why don't you, why don't you three uh, join me? We'll uh, take a drink for our fallen uh, loved ones and comrades here. He reaches behind the bar and uh, he's like, um, and he uh pulls out a bottle and uh and you see this one looks like a uh this is not non-alcoholic water nor is it a coffee um it's an irish coffee yeah are you are you three uh cops you have to tell me (laughs) (laughs) roll a persuade I step back and show him my shirt and say, do you think cops would be caught dead in these polyester rags? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so yeah, so he pulls out out three shot glasses or four and lays them out on the bar there. Reaches underneath the bar, takes a a look around. Let's see, what should I have you guys roll for your persuasive uh, conversation here? Sexy dance. Roll for sexy dance. Roll for sexy dance. Um, Roll for sadness. So, like, on the skills that we have here, you have, what, intimidate, persuade, fast talk, charm. and charm. So Correct. So, Dom Drunkard, I'm going, like, I'm going to allow you to roll a charm on this one. Because, and I'll give you my justification, my reasoning here, because you're more appealing to, like, his emotions, Right. Rather Correct. than like trying to give him like a logical argument, or, and you're not really lying to him either, um, and you're also not intimidating him, so it's kind of the only thing that makes sense. Like, you know, charm exactly. seems more like something that tries to appeal to somebody's emotions rather than one of the other interpersonal skills. There, so that's what we're gonna roll. Seems criminal, all right. That seems like sound reasoning to me. Because yeah, I basically said we, you know, exact his revenge for him. So here I go. I'm going to ro- roll. I rolled a 44 out of 80, so that is a success. Jeez, okay, wait, never mind. Roll something that's not, like, maxed out. Uh, so I have 10 to persuade. I have 0-5 to fast talk. I have 15 to intimidate. And then I have 80 to charm. Right. We could have one of these other guys uh, roll as well, because we all kind of tagged well, this conversation. Well, I have a 60 charm. My fast talk is 80. 
I could intimidate him with my emotions. <laughs> it, make him did none of you guys have persuade? <laughs> no, Simmy's your Ten uh, percent. Uh, yeah, Simmy's the persuade. Yeah, that's why he does that section. And my intimidate's twenty-one. Well, I mean, like, uh, I could say a few things and see if that... We could have Tallahassee say the thing that I just said instead, and then he <laughs> could roll the charm. Yeah. What Dom just said. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Seamus, listen here, man. Uh, you know, we're trying to help track down this murderer, this murdering psychopath that killed my buddy's wife here, and we think the same man may have killed... Uh, Harmon Vance, Vance Refrigeration. So, let's drink up to these these dear deceased friends, and let's go hunt down this son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can drink to that. <laughs> uh, um. All right, I'll let you roll your fast talk. Oh, I thought we didn't want something. Oh, that was charm. Like super yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna roll your charm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, charm, because you're more appealing to his emotions than any of the other ones that make that. I'll give you, I will give you a bonus die, though, since all of you guys kind of tag-teamed it. All right, here I go. I'm going to roll. Okay. I got a 16 out oh, of geez. 60. Okay. So, yeah, so he looks around. You see him kind of nod his head, and he's like, all right. So he pulls that bottle out. He's, you know, now that he's convinced that you guys aren't cops, uh, pours a shots for all of you. Uh, he raises it up. And he says, to the fallen ones that will remember. <laughs> and then, you know, you all, so then he glug, takes glug, the glug. shot. We clink and then take the shots. When Dom's mouth is open, I pour it into his mouth. Oh, now you're speaking my language. I want him to be back on the wagon again. Um, <laughs> Wait, is, is it off the wagon? There's the sounds of, uh, you know, clinking glasses and, and a little bit of chatter around uh, with the radio playing in the background softly it's one of the local stations playing popular music so you all take your your drink uh set the glasses back down on the bar they all clink and James swallows and he looks around and goes <clears throat> okay all right fellas so so I'll be straight with you here so uh, are you guys you you're from around here right you from hereabouts in Arkham Born and raised. Yep. So, I'm guessing you probably maybe heard a thing or two about the O'Malley's. Am I right? Is that a fair assessment? Who? We may have heard a thing or two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the O'Malley's, real disgusting people, you know. Have you heard of them? <laughs> Somebody grabs uh, Tallahassee and drags him into the back. <laughs> what are you doing? He's only a kid. I heard a few of them killed each other over pepperoni. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure you've probably heard a few things about the O'Malley's around town over the years. Uh, ain't that the truth? All right. No, so, so Harmon. Uh, he he worked for us, right? I'm sure, yeah, he worked here at the cafe doing odds and ends, you know, when we needed a legitimate thing for him to do and to, to pay him with. But also, you know, did little favors, so shall we say, for the family. 
but he's uh I haven't seen him for a couple weeks now. He actually he hadn't been working for the family lately. Um, when they found his body, he was surrounded by a whole room full of radios. In fact, his whole apartment was full of radios. You have any idea what that was all about? Was he radios. Uh, was he on some something? Was he taking something that you know may have addled his brain a little bit? I mean, not not that I know. Not back when was he boating? Was, was he, he a boater? No, no. I mean, he hadn't been. Not that I know. He never mentioned anything like that. You say he was just in there and it was full of radios everywhere. Radio is everywhere, yeah. See, and the weird thing is, is that his apartment was locked up. So there was no appearance of anyone breaking breaking and entering. Okay, did you see, um, I mean, nothing from like, I mean, it could, it, easy to get in a window or something from his apartment. It's just down there on the ground floor. I mean. No, nothing with the windows either. They were They were closed. Everything was locked there was up no, tight. Everything was locked up tight. There was no appearance of anyone having... I think uh, we may have gotten a little ahead of ourselves whoa, here. Whoa, 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 whoa. You mentioned that his apartment was on the ground floor. Yeah. Is this place up uh, up by uh, Independence Square. I, I distinctly remember his being on, like, the fourth floor. That's what I'm saying, is he looks like he took rooms at a different place than where he is known to be living. Seamus, could you tell us where his apartment uh, is located? Because this is another yeah, the strange, place, strange thing that he... The place we found him in was no uh, ground floor apartment. Uh, yeah, he's got a place down uh, downtown over by, like I was saying, Independence Square. You got an address for us? Uh, yeah, sure thing. So he, he gives you the address to... Uh, a place. Ah, one two three Fake Street. Yeah, I know that place. Yeah, one two three Fake Street. <laughs> one two three Fake Street. You know the you know the place. Home of Knifey Wifey. <laughs> <laughs> so the alias we found him deceased under was John Johnson. You ever heard him mention that name? Uh, only from the pawn shop. <laughs> Can you say that? Again? Say that again. <laughs> the the pawn shop. Oh yeah yeah okay yeah yeah no, porn no. and prawns. You mentioned he hadn't been. You mentioned he hadn't been working for the family for the past couple of weeks. Was that by his choice, um, or had you guys sort of distanced yourselves from him? Uh, no. Yeah. So he he looks around. You can. Uh, does anyone any of you guys want to roll a psychology check? Sure. Yeah, I'll roll. One. I do now. Yeah. Well. Well, I'll roll one, and if one of us succeeds, then we succeed. I failed. Uh, 56, success out of 71. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, well, I rolled a 14 out of 40. Dang. Okay, so uh, so Tallahassee and, and, and Bakersfield, you can, you can see he gets visibly nervous when he starts talking about this, and he kind of starts looking around. He leans in closer before he starts talking again, and he's like, look, I mean, I'm... I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I want to get out of this myself. I'm looking at some other ventures, you know, maybe uh, something overseas. Get away from the life. But uh, I tried to talk, you know, try to say the same things, same things to Harmon. Like, hey, let's, uh, let's get out of here. Start a new life. Get Find something else somewhere somewhere far away. This isn't life for me, but Harmon, I could tell he's he's a lifer, you know. He wants to be in it. He loves it. He's He wants to climb that ladder. But... The thing is, is that he wasn't working for the family because he was, uh, 
I don't know really how to put this. He was on loan, I guess, so to speak. Every once in a while, um, you know, my, my, my family, my dad, he's, they got connections around. Every once in a while, some, some people roll in and they look and, and start asking around looking for some of our guys, you know, low-level people, muscle or something here and there, uh, you know, to help out. There are these, I don't know who these people are. They're always, they're real clean-cut, fancy-looking fellas. And that's who came down here asking for maybe if we had a loner that we could send out over to help out again. And so, Harmon was the one that got sent over for Mr. Fancy Pants to do whatever kind of help out that they need. But it happens every once in a while, some of our guys, um, they come in, they, they ask around, they take a few guys or one guy here and there. But, I don't know, some other organization, they're real secretive. I don't know who they are or who the people are. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You ever heard the name Goodman Gray? Hey, I was going to ask that. No, you ever heard the name Goodman Gray? Have you ever heard the name Goodman Gray? You ever heard the name Goodman Gray? Heard what? What name? Goodman Gray. <laughs> Goodman Gray. Have you ever heard the name Goodman Gray? <laughs> Uh, you ever seen this symbol before? You ever seen this symbol? I pull out a piece of paper and I draw down the the symbol that was on those dog tags. Hang on, how many papers have we got here? I pull out one of them dog tags because I had about a billion from the blow up smoothies. That's a button. That that's a very nice depiction of a horse, horsey there. I like it. It's cute. But so no, they um. I don't know anybody named Goodman Gray. I, I've never heard that before. They, nobody ever, they never give names whenever I've seen them. Psychology roll. Psychology roll. I want to see if he's laughing. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm going to do the same thing. I want to psychologize him. Yeah. 20. 20 I went to the bottom. I said, oh, I'm rolling 10. I'll be you again, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to roll two. I rolled 40. I failed. Okay, so who succeeded? Uh, Tallahassee and Bakersfield. Yeah. Okay. Uh, those of you guys that succeeded, he seems like he's telling the truth. Uh, he seems nervous about what he's, he's saying, but it seems he seems nervous because he seems like he's telling you the truth. So I I don't think I have one of those dog tags on me, but can I legitimately draw, uh, pull out a piece of paper and draw it and see if he recognizes? The I symbol? do. Here it is. Oh, okay, pull it out. <laughs> okay. Oh, thanks, Tallahassee. You ever seen one of these before? Um, uh, he looks at it, and when you pull it out. He he grabs your hand and pushes it back down, and he says, "Don't don't go flashing that around here. Do, look honestly. If you know what's good for you, don't be showing that to anybody." 
I've seen that a time or two, and I do believe it's it's related, but these I don't know who these people are. They're bad news, whoever they are. I don't know who their names are. The, the, I did see the guy that came in. He was a real fancy-looking guy, younger, black, slicked-back hair, probably in his 20s, uh, real fine clothes, nice watch, you know. You know the type. But, you know, they come in every once in a while, and the guys they the guys that go off with them, they don't always come back. Um, and I don't mean they disappear. I mean, some of them do, but sometimes they... It looks like maybe they join up, which is, I think, what Harmon was hoping this is his big break, you know. But I've seen some of the guys around town again, but they're different when I've seen them. They won't talk to me, and they seem real... I don't know. Just different than they were before. Not normal. You ever loan anybody out to the mayor? The mayor? Mayor no. Seidel of Arkham. Um, no. I don't... Um, you know, I mean, if anybody's involved with that, the mayor's not going to just come kicking down the door and being like, hey, give me some thugs. Do you ever hear, though, with your connections, the mayor being involved in anything untoward? I don't know. You know, I mean, there's always rumors about important people in town, but I don't know if there's anything I ever gave any credence. Anything I'd ever give any credence to. What about the Goddards? The Goddards? Um, yeah, I mean, you know those fancy pences up there in the nice part of town. Well, I mean, they're getting their money, everyone. thinking they're better than everybody, yeah. but the money's just as dirty. Drinking out of their real fancy glasses. The real Ugh, fancy glasses. I hate fancy glass drinkers. Yeah, Disgusting. yeah, me too. They're the worst. Let me get you a <laughs> coffee out of a dirty glass. Yeah. Now you're speaking my language. Yeah. Um, he grabs a glass out of the toilet and gives it to you. <laughs> Here you go. Hey, you're like okay, a real Seamus. man. Drink it up. Chug, chug, Drink chug. Okay. Is there anything you can tell us about Devin Black? You wait, no, stop. Oh, I oh. asked the question about the oh, Goddards. No, 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 okay. Oh, the Goddards. You gotta wait. Hold, hold off on Devin Black. Answer Goddards first. Goddards are, I mean, they're also very important around town. I mean, if you same thing. If you heard of the O'Malley's, you know the mayor. Everyone's heard of the Goddards. Rich, wealthy family, old money. Been here for a long time. Uh, Erastus, you know, their, their great patriarch of the family, he's a selectman um, on the city council, but again, you know, rumors and stuff, shady business, how they made their money, and everybody always thinks rich people are crooked, which, you know, they are, but I don't know if I could tell you any specifics. As far as I know, we're not they're not tied up with us at all. Nothing, uh, nothing in the works about Raymond? Raymond. Raymond Goddard. Her I'm pretty yeah, sure the know. guy you described is Raymond Goddard, the young yeah. gent with the black hair and the fancy watch. I couldn't say. I've heard the name, but I've never, I've never met him. Did uh, a man named Devin Black ever work for you Devin, or your family? Devin Black. Um, I don't know. Sounds familiar. He could have, but I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I slide him over a, uh, a Washington saying, how about now? <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, I can't say I have. But look, um, if, if, I mean, if you guys can find out anything that happened to Harmon, I'd appreciate it. He was a was a friend of mine, even if he was a tripe gobbler. But a, wh a what gobbler? Uh, tripe gobbler. It's Irish. You don't even want to know. It's disgusting. 
<laughs> sure thing, Seamus. We'll, uh, we'll, we we'll pass anything we learn along. Unluckily, All right, um, here's, my, here's my card, Seamus. If you hear of anything else that's worth, worth uh, letting us know, write it down on a piece of paper, and we'll come back for that paper, and then we'll take the paper and we'll read it, and then we'll know. Yeah, and okay. then we'll bring back a paper for you. Got, you got a card that you want us to write stuff down on? We'll bring yeah, that one we'll, back. <laughs> we'll exchange I'll, papers. Well, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. But, you know, but you say I got anything else. Let me, let me check something real quick. I think, I think uh, Harmon might have left some stuff in the back. Let me go check. Um, so he, he steps back, goes through the door. It says employees only. He's, he's gone for a minute. Um, quick, grab swings. some booze, guys. Door swings back open. He sees you guys all just guzzling all the booze, leaned over the counter, grabbing <laughs> stuff. No, no, stop! Oh no, we need that. Oh, we're going. We're all going to jail. No, stop! Bad, bad. He smacks you with a rolled-up newspaper. Um. I hiss at him. <laughs> you bap it away and hiss at him. <laughs> Okay, so uh, he comes walking back with a with a jacket, um, and he's like, "Hey, here you guys go. He uh, this is all he had back there. He left it. So I don't know. You can check it, help you in any kind of way, I guess. But did he leave any hats? <laughs> he left a pretty nice hat. I mean, we can see if it fits. It's outside. It's yeah, outside sure. the window on the side. <laughs> Grab it on your way out." <laughs> All right, searching the pockets of the jacket, you do actually find something. I take it. So, yeah, I can... So, you guys take the note out, you unfold it, and you look at it, and it says, take out the trash. There's oh, an And then there's an address on it. And then below it's signed, R-G. Hey, uh, fellas. What was, uh, what was the address of that place that you went and uh, got accosted by Devin Black? Uh, it was not this address. Uh, one, not two, three, one. fake street. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, it, it was not the same place? Okay. No, the place we accosted, I mean, were accosted by Devin Black was RG's house. I don't think yeah. he'd say take out the trash at my own house. Well, you never unless know. he just was hiring and unless he was his garbage man and he showed up saying little. garbage day <laughs> and then shot him. <laughs> um, so this address right. is for a place that's just on the north side of the river, um, heading east out of town. Um, you, you guys know the area, and it's kind of it's a pretty rundown area of the town. This isn't an address that we have been to already, though. No, right? and it is not the address that Seamus gave you for Harmon's apartment. Right, which is 123 Fake Street. Which is 123 Fake Street. Um, but yeah, Raymond right, Goddard's place go was on the south side of town um, in a more kind of upscale, middle class, up, you know, upper middle class neighborhood. If you remember, there was, uh, you know, uh, nice houses and neighbors in that area. All right, hey, fellas. Hey, thanks, Seamus. You've been a real help. I pull out a stick of dynamite and give it to him as a gift. <laughs> oh, thanks. He lights it and blows it up. <laughs> That's evil. Don't touch it. Uh, yeah, thanks, Seamus. You've been a real help. Appreciate right, it. Thank you, gents. And if you can't do anything, you know, for Harmon or you find out anything, maybe let me know. I don't know if I want to know the particulars, but 
Just know that something's been done. Sure thing. We will. All right, where do you guys want to go? You want to meet up with the other guys, or okay. do you want to go to one of these two addresses that we got? Where are the other guys again? They went to the hospital, right? Yeah. Are we supposed? I don't remember. Are I don't remember. Are, are we supposed to meet up with them? We're supposed to meet back at Simmy's, but we didn't just uh, say a time. Yeah, we did. When we're done. Yeah. So, are we done, or are we gonna go ahead uh, see one of these? Let's go to the address. Which one? Are we gonna go to the so we've one got on the two note, addresses or? to check out? It makes more sense if we meet at Simmy's if they're already there, and then, and then no, 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 one no, no, of no. us take the one address and the other group take the other address. All right, let's go back to uh, Simmy's house. I gotta take a um, crapper anyway. All right, let's go. We'll take so, a poop. So yeah, and then if they're um, not back by then, we'll split up and we'll so go. So the other the guys places. did leave and go to the hospital, which you do know that. Um. Uh, there hasn't been a ton of time that has passed yet. You guys got here, you interviewed, so this whole exchange probably took, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes altogether, drive time. So, plan is you guys want to go back and meet up, uh, go back to Simi's and wait for these guys? Let's go to Simi's house. We'll get we'll give them Harmon Vance's address, because that's more like a police investigation thing. And we'll go take out the trash. I mean, we'll go check out the... Yeah. I think that is a sound course of action. All right. All right. We go back to Simi's house. See you, Seamus. Take care of your hands. <laughs> <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? You'll All find out. Hands. Beautiful, beautiful <laughs> hands. Don't know what I would ever do without them. <laughs> I'd rather die than give up my hands. <laughs> okay. Um... So, yeah, and I guess as far as, like, time goes, it hasn't been a lot of time passed, so there's a good chance you guys could end up waiting for the other guys. Um, All right, let's just go to the address. I say we go to the address. Which one? The the one on the note. All right, let's go. All right, we're going to go to 816 East Water Street and take out the papers in the trash. They're there. Take out the papers in the trash. (laughs) You don't get no spending cash. (laughs) If you don't swap that kitchen floor You ain't gonna rock and roll no more Don't talk back Shut Okay, for real though, we are gonna go to eight 16 East Water Street. Okay, so, all right. So, you guys are going to go to the the water uh, district Street. house. Okay. Um, okay, so you guys all hop back in the car. You fire it up, and you start heading across the bridge to the north side of town over to the uh, run-down district on East Water Street. So we're going to cut back over to Billy McConnell and Simi Can't Stand Your Bits as you guys are searching through Dr. Doyle's office back at Arkham Hospital, which actually I believe is called St. Mary's Learning Hospital, correctly as the uh, hospital in Arkham um, or teaching hospital. We just keep calling it Arkham Hospital because it is the only hospital in Arkham. Um so, and you guys, you guys rolled successes, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so uh, as you're searching through, uh, what's that lady's name? Nurse Witherspoon. Nurse Witherspoon. That's her. <laughs> um, she's kind of hovering around you guys. I think she actually left the room. Did she? Oh, she said she had to like kind of look at. Yeah, stuff she said if we sure. fa- that we can't look in any uh, the filing cabinets, and if we found anything, we had to run it by her. Yeah. Anyway, so we uh, yeah we roll. So what do we find? Spot hiddens, and uh, we're searching the room. Okay, yeah. So it takes a little bit searching the room, um, and um, kind of the things that catch your eye the most. Uh, the hot the office is a little bit in disarray, which seems surprising. Billy, were you the one that came here last time and talked to Doctor Doyle? Does anybody remember who that was? Yeah, I did. It was me because I kept getting Thomas Shevitz. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was Billy and and Dom. Yeah, they did everything Um, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So Billy, uh, this the the office is in kind of in a little bit of disarray, which you don't remember, like from which seems odd to you from last time, or at least maybe seems consistent with the doctor's kind of distressed state that Nurse Witherspoon described to you. The first time you came in, you know, months ago when you interviewed him during the uh, Corbett case, uh, it was a very tidy, neat office where everything was looked like it'd been set up precisely with a ruler. Um, but now there's kind of papers in various places. There's stuff strewn about. Some of the drawers in the filing cabinets are open. But uh, so there's a there's a pile of papers on his desk, and also on his desk, you guys see a uh, uh, there's a book that picking it up and flipping through it, it seems to be about uh, ghosts and hauntings. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and then the he looks, Paul there's Rand. another book about <laughs> boosters um, next to each other. Does it say ghost boosters? <gasps> and you and Simi, it clicks. Finally, everything comes together. Ghosts, boosters, <gasps> ghost boosters. I gotta go to Park City, Utah. <laughs> If you guys want to learn more about Ghost Boosters, check us out on patreon.com slash the Arkham Files for our Patreon-exclusive bonus scenario, Under a Winter's Snow, keepered by Seth Morrison and the rest of us play. Oh, yeah. Learn all about Ghost Boosters in that episode, those episodes. Okay, uh, it's starting to kind of rain and sleet again out the window. You guys can hear it as it is getting into the evening time. But... Yes, you find that book on hauntings, which also seems, which is something that catches your eye because the doctor seemed like a very practical man of science when you, from your impressions of him and what Nurse Witherspoon has described to you. Um, also, in one of the drawers is a fully loaded thirty-eight special. I take it. <laughs> um. <clears throat> And on top of a stack of papers that appears to be um, employee forms, you guys find this, and it catches your eye for somewhat obvious reasons once you look at it. What we got? Though. What do we got? What do we got? Bailey, come here! So. I'm right here, Simmy. caught my eye. Yeah, Simmy, the... (laughs) The office looks in much more disorganized than I remember. 
when I talked to Dr. Doyle before when we were investigating the Corbett case. I, he was definitely distressed about something. And this haunting book, that's completely out of character. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe he was going in Soyland and uh, thought it was some kind of haunting or something. Probably. I was there. Um, in Soyland? Yeah, with Dr. Doyle. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. And then I pushed him off a roof. <laughs> <laughs> All right, turn around. You're going to get cuffed. <laughs> oh, damn it. I mean, you've cracked the case. Uh, no, was he? Well, Billy, was he? Was it? Was the office organized the last time you were here? Was it? Oh, in, yeah. It was dis- laid out perfectly. Everything was in order. Everything, all of his pencils were straight. Uh, you know, as a detective, I kind of keep an eye out for those type of things, and it, it was in immaculate condition. And as you can see right now, it's in disarray. Uh, stuff all over the place, uh, dusty, and uh, you know, and I get that they probably looked through his office when he died, but since it seemed like a suicide, I doubt they did any uh, in-depth uh, digging in the office to cause this kind of disarray. I'm just guessing he was in dis- some kind of distress oh, gotcha, gotcha, to gotcha, gotcha, let gotcha. his office get in this kind of disarray. What is that? What is that? I hear. Did you hear that? Oh, do, do I got to roll Simi, a That's a radio. Hidden? That is a radio. Where is that coming from? It's coming from your pocket, Billy McConnell. Oh, I pull oh. out the radio in my pocket. Uh, Does it get louder when you get closer to his... Uh, not cell phone. Good grief. Dude, book? you guys. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Check it. What? You see it? What? <laughs> Look at it. Oh. Alex, you nerd. <laughs> Seriously. Alex is You're done it again. You did it so, again, you nerd. You did it again. Physical handout radio that is I Is there somebody sitting in there? Is, uh, sitting in where? Now. Sitting over by those doors. Who you got what? sitting in there? There's somebody Kimmy else in here. Sit your bits. <laughs> What? When Abe changed, like when Abe shifted Simi his camera, can't stand your sits. It looked like there was somebody sitting over there with a hat. Can't on. stand or sit. What? Uh, you mean Wait. like a reflection in the window over there? Yeah. What are you looking at? I just heard something. Yeah. When I took Whoa, it was it right at those like, doors. It, it looked like, like somebody, somebody was sitting there. there. I could see like a little figure. Oh, go down. Go down. Go down. me out, dude. Wait, are you for real? Go down. <laughs> the place. You saw a reflection in the door. Go down. Damn. Yeah, right there. Oh, it's that just looks a paint like can. Oh, it looks like something. somebody wearing a hat. Those look like Scotty Sketty doors. No, but then I turned <laughs> like as soon as I took off my headphones, I heard like noise over on the other. <laughs> you guys are freaking you me out. Here. I just heard it again. Hang on. What we got? What we got? Who's here? Over, huh? over in the corner over there. Hold on. Maybe it looks mouse. like somebody's sitting there, doesn't it? Huh? Yeah, it does. Huh? It does. Whatever's on the floor right there, it looks like it's like a blanket and then a dude's head sticking out of the blanket with a red hat, like a bill. Looks like an orange paint What's can. What's the head? It totally does. I got real spooky all of a sudden. Thanks a lot, guys. Freaking south. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... So the, uh, hand, so the handout I gave Abe... This is um, such bull crap. The that physical the handout, cool which Thanks, is pal. an actual old radio, uh, is lighting up with lights. And now 
these sounds are playing out of it. Um, oh, sweet. So that's what Abe is talking about for those of you listeners at home. Okay. Uh, I'm totally freaked out. What is going on with this radio? Like, how is it I even don't know. on? Uh, yeah, I so wait, set it on the desk. So wait, wait, you had a? Why did he have a radio in his pocket? It's the one he found at the radio man's house. It's yeah, a small the one little, that was in the fridge. Is inside his oh, pocket. It's not a radio. He's just happy to see you. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, it starts blaring up. It fires up, and static starts playing out of the radio all of a sudden. Uh, Doctor Simeon can't stand you, bits. I want you to roll a spot hidden. Uh, mine suck. All right, here we go. Oh, one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I Keep confirmed. Confirmed. Jeez, Holy Louise. Cow. Freaking Simeon. Okay. So can I roll um, a D10? That's a freaking success. Yeah. I mean, I, that is the rule I made. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. I'm changing my rule. So go ahead and roll a D10, and you can add it to your... Uh, <laughs> I need it for my spot head, and it freaking sucks. Yeah, spot head is terrible. Four. So 37 okay, plus four, 41. 41. Yeah, it's getting decent now. There the first go. time you did that, Alex, you did have people cut it in half, but... Shut up, dude. Oh, no, I'm just I? saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Jeez. so Dr. Simeon, um, as soon as he... When he pulls that radio out and he places it on the desk, out of the corner of your eye, you catch a glimpse of a shadowy figure standing just off to the side. When you turn and look straight at it, there's nothing there. But when you turn and look back to the radio, again, out of the corner of your eye, you see the hint of a shadowy figure standing there. Kind of like in your shop right now? Yeah, yeah. I hate <laughs> your shop right now. Yeah, standing right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm... What's it say? Billy. What? Oh. You hear a voice in the static from the radio that voices your name twice. Billy. <laughs> You're yeah, screwed, I, Billy. I move back away from it. I'm up against the wall like, what's going on? pretty terrified okay um all right uh simmy you see the shadowy figure and it moves from your periphery and now you don't see it it moves in the direction uh toward billy but as it as it shifts in that direction it fades from your vision billy mcconnell I want you to make a pow check. Oh! oh snap, Billy! As the radio roars into static as this happens. He's gonna get oh, ghosted. Billy, you can do it. You got some good pow. Oh, baby. I got a 26 out of 91. <laughs> Dang. Your pow is 91? My pow is 91. <laughs> That's bullcrap. You're such a cheater. As you hear the radio, you feel a cold feeling around your neck. 
What was that last part? Do you remember me, Billy? Who is that? Who's there? The static roars. The voice fades into the static itself. Billy, you feel a cold sensation <sighs> over your neck and then on your face and on your head. And something feels like it's like cold ice picks pushing into your skull <clears throat> and into your brain. You feel your really? vision start to flicker. Your eyes flutter. Simmy, you see Billy suddenly go into distress and his eyes roll back on his head and start to flutter. Oh, Billy? Um, Slap him. And then Billy. Oh, Billy. <laughs> uh, and Billy, you feel this and you start feeling almost like you're, uh, like you're going to black out. But your determination rises and your fight or flight kicks in and what it hits on is fight and you clamp down on your iron will and you hold on to that that strong piece of Ramstein steel Duhast as we mentioned before (laughs) (laughs) no Billy you feel that grip of determination again inside and you steal your mind with that force of will that has just been getting stronger and stronger as you've been moving through these various insane adventures you've been having. And you force that feeling out of your head. You push it back. There's a part of you that says no inside as you push it, that this does not belong here. It is not welcome. This is your mind and it does not have any presence and it cannot be in here. You push it out and you force it out. Oh, oh, get out of my head! As you do, the static roars again on the radio. It cuts off. The lights on the radio go out. And now you're sitting in silence again. (laughs) Billy's like, I'm so glad I was converted by Fred Landers. (laughs) (laughs) oh simmy did you hear that i wasn't in your head man did you hear on the radio that voice saying my name yeah i heard it Uh, something was trying to get in my head uh well it attacked me i don't know what i'll be honest dude i'll be honest i uh I saw one of those shadowy figures at the in the peripheral of my vision again. Twice. And it was just moving towards here? you. Just in, the in office? here. Yeah, the work the wood shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh there we go! Oh, dude, Alex, you're creeping the hell out of me, dude. That that radio sucks. Oh, thanks, sucks. buddy. Thanks. Oh, Good, I'm glad. I'm going to quit. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever that that was, it I it came over and attacked me. I mean, I don't know what okay? it is. I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything out of my the side of my eyes or anything. But whatever it was, it came after me, and it tried to get in my head. Alex, and is I, he bleeding or anything? Because you said he had, like, ice picks feeling in his head or anything no he's not bleeding um you don't okay. see any you don't see any physical uh manifestation of any of the uh anything that was happening on his body his nose isn't bleeding no 
he wasn't going to the upside down. This is Soyland. You see soy sauce coming out of his nose. <laughs> soy sauce coming out you've of been, his nose. You've been hitting that yeah. steam pretty hard, haven't you? Soy He's sauce coming out of his steam. eyeballs. That's right. <laughs> He's crying soy sauce. <laughs> so, Simi. How, yeah. How often have you been seeing the, the character out of the corner of your eye? Well, this is my second success on the roll, so this is my second time seeing it. <laughs> And a couple of the other guys have seen it, or no? Uh, yeah, so, well, remember at the dragon, Pizza Dragon, uh, Tallahassee confessed oh, yeah. that he saw him, too. That's right. Yeah, Tallahassee did see him at Pizza Dragon. Did he share that? Yeah, he did. Okay. So somehow, whatever creature or character this is, is able to travel around mm-hmm. in a vis- invisible or some kind of different dimension. And I, I Billy, definitely you did not. Ha- yeah, you didn't see any, any, you didn't catch any glimpse of it at all. But he definitely has something to do with the radios, because it seems like whenever those things kick on, just out of the blue, He's you guys, around. You, yeah, you, it's popping up in your periphery. I don't, I don't know how he's getting around. How it has anything need- to do with the radios? I'm thinking we need more radios, and you need to have one on you, and I need no, to have one on me. I, I, I don't want to be around the radios. That's how he's getting around somehow. No, I don't think that's how he's getting around. I think the radio's worn when, where he is. That's why the guy was surrounded by him. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I just don't know if that's right. Well, to Maybe, ask maybe you're right. Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> the oh, radio's well. worn when he comes around and tries to attack. Yeah, I'm, maybe that is I'm why thinking, he was surrounded by radios. Because I'm thinking he can just, you know... Couldn't sleep or what? I don't know. He's just surrounded by radios, and he can tell where it is, where it is, and isn't. This is insane, man. This is insane. Uh, this is the, this is the paper that kind of caught our eye. Yeah, there is a a paper on the stack of other papers. It does catch your eye. I mean, one of the things that catches your eyes is just physically. There's a large red stamp over the top Terminated. of it. But then, it is Randolph Tomashevitz, Tomashewski. Um, it is Gandalf Romanuski. Gandalf Romanuski. So you guys start looking at it. You start reading over it. Um, uh, after you start looking over it and reading it, there's other information on here that then does also catch your eye and and is part of the reason why it's that it stood out to you. Uh, let's see. But also, um, if you guys could not share your information with the other players quite yet. Okay. All right. Th- Give it to me. You I knew I went with the wrong group. You taking this? <laughs> um, you guys, so uh, the door opens back up. There's a little knock. Um, Before she walks in, I look at the addresses on here and kind of get them in my head. Okay. Yeah. Did you um, Did you get them to me? Are you holding it? I'm holding it. Um, she, uh, she opens the door as she says... Um, how's everything going in here? Is there anything that I can help you with? Or um, cool, 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 cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, uh, well, yeah. What do you have there? Uh, just it. This is the termination paperwork for. Uh, oh yes, yes, yes. The the that's those are fine. Those aren't confidential by. Uh, those aren't medical records. It's, it's okay, okay if, if I take you, this with. Uh, yes, that's fine. That's okay. a terminated employee anyway. It's you can. That's okay if you take that with you. But. Okay. Is there anything else you need from me? Is there anything else in here? Well, yeah, just a quick question. I mean, 
last time I was here a couple months ago, or how long? Six months? Yeah, it was back in June. So like six months ago, uh, talking to the doctor, I remember his office was immaculate. And this seems like out of character for it to be in such disarray. I mean, did somebody go through his stuff or was was this uh, something that just that he did over time? No, this is this is what was happening. This this is his mess here. Uh, the police came and they looked around. I was there while they searched because I had to be very part, they had to be very particular and careful and I had to ensure that they didn't see any confident, confidential information that they weren't privy to. But the doctor, as I told you before, he seemed to be getting more and more distressed and anxious over the last couple weeks. And and so his his office here is kind of also reflecting that. He said he hadn't been sleeping very well. And did he happen to mention, or did he used to have a radio in here, or mention anything about uh, radio at home? Um, he, I thought I heard him mentioning it a couple times that it was broken. His radio was broken. Yeah. Okay. Hey, hey, Billy. Should yeah. I whispered to Billy, should we show her the ghost book in the boosters? <laughs> oh yeah, nurse. I mean, this. Did you notice this book on his desk? Um, she walks over and she looks at it and she's like, and she kind of laughs. She's like, I, I saw that. He, he picked it up a, a little while ago. He'd been looking at it, reading it over. He, Where? I, I don't know. He just brought it in one day and he was reading it. But Is it, there like a bookshop in town? There's lots of bookshops in town. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but he just seemed to be, uh, I don't know if it was a new hobby or something or a kind of a funny interest he had, but it, it wasn't anything he ever seemed to be up his alley before. He was a very serious, uh, you know, scientific man. When he was going, when he was distressed, did he talk about seeing ghosts or apparitions of any kind? No, nothing like that. I don't think... He, again, he was very serious and scientific. I don't think he would... Uh, I, I, I think he was just reading this for fun, you know? He wouldn't take any of that kind of thing seriously. Well, I've seen Ghost. <laughs> just one? So, uh, yeah. Well, here, let me give you this booster. <laughs> <laughs> does it say Fauciano booster on the side of it? Oh my gosh, it does. Yes, these are hot off the press out get of that, Park City. Get that away from me. <laughs> All right, Nurse uh, Witherspoon. I Made in we... China, it says on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> There's little bat wings floating around in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so I think that's about it. Uh, we there nothing else looks out of place. Uh, no, doesn't. I didn't. Keep, nothing caught, caught my eye. So, um, yeah, I appreciate your time, Nurse Witherspoon, and letting us look around a little bit. And again, I apologize for my insensitivity earlier. Oh, so, yes, trying to make a joke, and of course, you quite know, quite something. What a you know, joke! You live, you learn. I, I well, some I, some of us live. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! Uh, goodbye. You're you're a psychologist. <laughs> oh man, I hate to see what um, Mrs. Witherspoon looks like without her spoon. <laughs> she just looks oh, like man. the weather. Her last name's Witherspoon. Oh, I'd hate man. to see her without her spoon. Hmm. Dad joke. Okay. 
<laughs> All right, so so it's funny because she's usually with her spoon. Because she's usually yeah. with her spoon. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, thanks, but thanks for describing it to us. Mm-hmm. Imagine what it would now, be like now without it's just her dumb spoon. Up. Wait, wait, without her spoon? Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, because wait. she's so, with her. Sp- oh my god. With or without her spoon? With yeah. or without it? Oh, with or so without both. a spoon? <laughs> spoon. <laughs> with or without a spoon? With or without a spoon, I can eat. What? With or without a spoon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I knew right, it was right, right. a terrible joke, by the way. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. He thought it was a good joke. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So, um, uh, Billy. Um, Look at the address on this uh, down at the bottom for this Anna Fairbank. Anna Fairbairns. Fairbairns. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. So let's. Uh, so Miss Witherspoon, she grabs you guys and starts uh, heading down the uh, heading down the stairs, uh, guiding you out of. Yeah, we head back um, down to the bottom floor of the hospital. Sammy, let's let's head back and meet up with the fellas at your house. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to this episode of The Arkham Files. This is Peter, more commonly known as the voice of Dom Grunkard, among other things. But most importantly, the best-looking member of The Arkham Files. I don't care what Abe says. Alex recently pointed you to our merch store for some sweet Dr. Simi underpants. We have a lot of other good stuff available, such as a Doe Haven t-shirt, if you want to look like a national treasure everywhere you go. Check us out on patreon.com forward slash the Arkham Files, where you can sign up to receive amazing bonuses, such as bonus episodes and access to our exclusive Gilded server, so you can talk to more of the cast than just me. Also, check us out on social media. Hit subscribe on whichever podcast platform you're listening to us on right now to get alerted every time that we have a new episode. Thanks again for listening, subscribing, and interacting. Be dangerous and stay sane. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com